Hey, yo. What's good? What's good, man? Welcome back. It's a Wednesday night in Amber. I was going to say, we got the whole family here. And look at that. <laughs> Lord have mercy. No, she has some internet problems, so I think she'll be back here in just a second. But what's good, man? It's Wednesday night. We back up in here. I'm tired, y'all. These young boys and ran me ragged on this basketball court. And uh, yeah, so y'all, y'all got to bear with me tonight. But we're going to have a good time. There she goes. She back in here, I think. Let me see. There she go. We're going to have a good time tonight, man. We're going to talk about, are you with the wrong person? And we got a couple of, I guess, viral clips that we'll go through to kind of illustrate some of that. But are you with the wrong mofo? You could be with somebody. We talked, what was it, last week? Was it was it for love or convenience? So it's kind of along that same topic as we close out this month. You dig? Um, but we'll get into those specific examples as well. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel. If you are not subscribed, we definitely appreciate it. Hit us up wherever it is that you listen to your podcast as well. Thank y'all for all the love. New Zealand, shout out to y'all. Y'all y'all pulled up uh, on the podcast over the last month, all of June, really. I don't know what the hell going on in New Zealand, but we appreciate it. Um, so let's get it, man. Let's have a good time tonight. First, let's get to the people of the club of the show, man. They make it possible every Wednesday night. My cousin and your cousin. AKA I runs wild cousin Torian. What it do? What's up, y'all? Happy Wednesday. Happy No Streams Day. Y'all already know what it is. Our last show of Pride Month. So you know yes, how sir. to do it. Love is love. So let's do it. Let's get to this ish. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. And let's get to her because her internet is all messed up tonight. She's Henri because of where she's located. Miss Parker up in here with us. Closing out the month. I don't know where she's been. But she back, Miss Parker. What's up? I'm sorry, Mrs. Parker. I, I apologize. It's okay. Hi, how you guys doing? Do women? Let me ask you, as a, as a, as a, because I still consider you consider you a newly married woman. Um, are you offended if someone doesn't say Mrs.? I remember that used to be a big thing when I was little. Women used to get very offended. No, I'm usually called Parker anyway. So there you go. Okay. I you know, you know, maybe I knew a bunch of old Gertrudes back in the day. I don't know. Um, Gertrude seemed like somebody that would get offended. All right, we got <laughs> my sister Naomi in here with the with the box braids still popping. They still looking good. And did you touch them up, or this is still the the original braids? No, I haven't on? done nothing. I ain't done oh, okay. nothing. Same old. <laughs> Look, no. But hey, y'all, happy No Strings Day. I'm so happy to be back on another Wednesday with y'all and connecting and have some great conversations. Let's get into it. Oh, and if you're going to smoke on with me, <laughs> go ahead, run a thing up with smoke. And uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all hit her up as well. She is the proprietor, as y'all know, of Nays'TouchJewelry.com. If you need something this summer, you know if you want to hit the, hit the pool, hit the beach, you know what I'm saying, with some fresh gold so that you shine and something that you can wear in the water, god dang it. Oh, for sure. Get you some gold. Like, and I've been wearing my body chain for like the last month or so. Like, and it's just like, ladies, go get you a body chain. Like, cause that shit will just have you on your, your divine feminine for sure, for sure. Or um, men, Get your lady a body chain. Get you a chain. Get your lady a body chain. And y'all go on both be shining this summer. 
There you go. Nays Touch Jewelry. N-A-E-S. NaysTouchJewelry.com. And uh, we got Shoddy, a.k.a. Cozy, a.k.a. Sister Moesha in here with us. Sister Mo. Cozy Mo. What up, Mo? What's up, y'all? Welcome back on a Wednesday night. As always, I'm glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? If you notice me looking a little cuter tonight, yes, I do have new specs on. So <laughs> don't be alarmed. It's okay. We're going to get through it, but let's get to it. <laughs> okay. We see you. We see you. And of course, man, never last, always coming in first. The proprietor of Glintz by LNL, the homie Lionel. What up, my guy? What up, y'all? You know, I pull up and these shades look so good because I'm in that hoe. And what's up? Welcome to another fucking episode of No Strings Attached. It's a pleasure to be linked and connected with y'all. I cannot wait to get into the shits. I've been looking forward to this episode for a minute. So, what's up? Yeah, man. If you're looking for the shade while you're getting your gold, go ahead and hop over. Holler at Lionel. dot com, And get you something, man. Throw something on them eyes. You dig what I'm saying? Right. And uh, get fresh. You dig? So, yeah, man. Y'all support black business. We appreciate it. And before I sip too much of this old clear tonight, let me make sure I give uh, a belated. It was just yesterday. But again, officially on the air, wish my wife another uh, happy anniversary. We celebrated eight years of marriage yesterday. You dig? So uh, we're we still hanging in there. Yeah. It's our one year on Saturday. Oh, really? Is it really? I can't believe time has gone by that fast. I feel I like you did just get married. Wow. This time shit's Well, crazy. she did get married after like a week of knowing her, but that's a whole nother podcast. All right. Let's I mean, but still, yeah, <laughs> but for that to been a year ago is wow. Right. Eh, I'm messing with you. Um, but let's get it tonight, man. It's like um, a Roy sweating like a sun. I know. Like, I don't you know see no sweat, man. They got I'm still tired in my brain. I don't see like, no sweat. He just dabbed now, it. Now, like I'm like, damn, this nigga feel like he's gonna scam like, us or something. I'm finna preach a sermon tonight. See, them yeah, lights right. went out over there, Amber. You see what happened when you mess with God's people? I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, we the end, there you go. Listen, I'm in some 1941 housing that the military put me in, okay? okay. Y'all got to work with me. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it haunted? We'll leave talk about that later. Uh, is, it, is it some spirits in there? Okay, let's go here, though, man, because I want to talk about this before I forget. I'm not letting nobody off the hook for Pride Month. First thing I want to say is, maybe it's just me. Maybe it was just more attention. I don't know. A combination of the two. But it seemed like it was a very festive Pride Month around the country. It was a lot of, I saw a lot of parades, saw a lot of events, just a lot of stuff. It was, a, it, it, which, which is not a, you know, it is what it is. But it was just, I was like, man, it's very grand this year. I don't know if, if maybe I was just paying more attention or did it seem. Maybe you were, because I feel like I okay. didn't really get too much like i feel like it's been more um in past years as opposed to this one that's crazy naomi naomi uh just muted the words pride <laughs> oh, shit. i muted pride yeah um, you're saying on no i didn't <laughs> like maybe your ass maybe you weren't retweeting enough okay? maybe it's on you <laughs> that's crazy I don't know. I just I don't know. I just feel like I saw a lot. It was it was just like every time I looked, it was like a, a march, a festival, or something. It was a lot going on. I was like, man, it's a lot. It's a lot of events this this uh this year. I really haven't seen any, but I did um just have like my company just had their little pride um thing today, their little so I I attended that. Mm -hmm. 
Was Dennis Rodman <laughs> down there in Houston? Was that the Houston parade that Dennis Rodman was in? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Dennis Rodman was down there in H Town. What is uh what they he call him? I haven't seen him a lot. Well, I haven't seen him when I worked at the mall. I used to see him a lot, and I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, Rodman was out here. But let me get to my story real quick that I want to tell because it was totally unintentional by me. Um, and my daughter had to kind of like tell me what was happening. I was oblivious. So, you know, I'm from, I'm from Houston. I'm from the South. And we talk a lot of times it's already. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Somebody asked you a question. You know what I mean? And so I was responding to the clerk by saying when I was asked questions, Without even really looking, I just kept saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, you know what I'm saying? Like, just throwing it out there. And this mofo was like, oh, I was like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you good? And then my daughter, my oldest daughter was like, I think he's, I, I think they're upset because you're misgendering them. So I got a problem right now, Torian. I'm not going to put you up that way. You got to defend the whole community. But I, I didn't feel like I was, I should have been. Uh, 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 giving me the sigh and hard breath for saying yes, sir, because I wasn't even saying it really the way I, where I'm from. We're not saying it like I say yes, sir, to women. Well, don't. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But you, you this was your first time experiencing it of the day, but he probably been at work all day. And having to like deal with that shit, so you might have been the eleventh customer. He's like, oh, like <laughs> maybe. Or she's maybe. like, I, look at me, misgendering. So you know. But, okay, so my thing was, if if we're gonna and listen, I, I I know that they're gonna say I'm wrong for saying this, but at the time there was really nothing that I felt was really identifiable to you know. I fuck, I didn't know. I was you know. I know you're gonna say, well, that's the way I identify, but I didn't you know. And, and really, I wasn't even saying it to affirm gender, to be honest with you. I was just simply just replying that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But to your point, maybe, you know, customer service, you a clerk, you know what I'm saying? You, you really don't want to be there anyway. Uh, you know, and it was like, oh, this, this little black mall effort don't shut the hell up. <laughs> no, they were definitely being a little bit, you know, passive aggressive with that. I mean, especially if you work in, in like that type of environment, you know, you can't like necessarily be mad that someone just does that. You know, you're supposed to give grace to people, you know? So I wouldn't put no fault on you about that. I wouldn't even feel on type of way. Like, I'll just let that shit go. Like, this motherfucker don't know. Or, you know, instead of like being like, huh, just speak up, use your throat chakra. Like, be like, actually, it's ma'am or whatever, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Like they went about right. it the wrong way. Like, so I wouldn't do nothing. Like, it was just them, like, like Naomi said, they probably just, was tired, but that they shouldn't have like been passive aggressive with you. You know, they could have stepped to the back and like, oh, I'm so tired of shit. But okay. hey, nothing about it, cause motherfuckers just don't know. Like, especially if you're non-binary, they probably was non-binary, which you can't really identify. They don't have no indicators of what they is, so it's hard to just be like, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, well, that's better than getting cut out. Why get cut out, Amber? No, I'm saying it's better to get cussed out because like some years ago when I worked in a call center at the VA, he clearly sounded like a man. 
but he was cussing me out. So I'm trying to say like, sir, and he cussed me out because he had uh, changed to a female, but he still sounded like a man. And it wasn't me saying, but he really sounded like a man. So I'm like, sir, can you calm down? And he was like, I'm not no sir. I'm not no fucking sir. I'm like, okay. But I still need you to calm down. So. <laughs> no, that definitely people like traumas and, you know, they deflect yeah. and all that. Because, I mean, I used to be on the phone and motherfuckers be like, ma'am. I'm like, I'm not a ma'am. I'm a sir. <laughs> So, I mean, I I never went off on nobody off of that. Like, I'm like, I get it. I got like a softer voice, you know. So next time I call, I'm gonna make sure I put a little bit more bass in my voice, like you know, like to avoid the issue. Like, no, and I see like with me, like even when I'm just at like if I am at the drive-through, and I'm like not sure because I we are like some southerners, so I am like a yes ma'am, like. Yes, yeah. like you know, I'll I'll be on that too. But I also like am weary of using that. Like if I'm not able to determine, I'm not able to determine. I'm like, okay, so we're just gonna keep it real general. <laughs> like just yes, okay. It's not gonna be nothing else. So I don't know. But I mean that is, I guess that's just like the spaces that we're like um having to navigate now. Mm -hmm. yeah. That it isn't so easily cut and dry. And 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 I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how some people would feel about it, but I'm you know I was actually after the interaction, I was like happy. I, I was happy about it because I was like, you know what? All right, cool. You know, this is a learning yeah. experience. Like white people when they no, no. just erase it. <laughs> no, no, I can really like, learn from this. No, no, no. Because I was like, you know what? Maybe I do need to model. You know, because me. I was doing it oblivious. I was like, you know, so now my go-to word is just buddy. Maybe somebody might have a problem with that too. But now they're like, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your white kid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I feel like buddy is just, hey, I was going to say buddy to everybody, and I think I'm okay. Mm. I don't know. Does buddy, does that... Mm. In is there is there an inclin inclination of masculine and buddy? I don't know. Yeah. You said yeah, Torian said no. See, so I'm, now I'm back confused. It's more yeah, like I'm that. like I I feel like buddy is just I mean that's not even a black person where it's just very uncomfortable. It doesn't well, even roll the off the tongue. I'm, like my man, music soul child made a love song called Buddy. Talking to a girl said it would be fly if you were my b u d d y. I mean we got the cutty buddy. That's that's about as much as <laughs> for the for the black community. Okay, you can be my cutty cutty buddy for sure. <laughs> you see, yeah. So I, you know, I'm just gonna go with alternate word, but you, you know, dabbing your head. I'm, a, I'm preaching tonight. I'm preaching tonight, man. I gotta. And what's crazy, I soaked this in in, in some cold ass water, so <laughs> I'm trying to cool off. It is. You've been lying me. today, Roy. Huh? You've been lying today. <laughs> nah, I just came back from playing basketball, man. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, um, all right. So, y'all didn't see a lot. I thought I saw a a, a lot of festivities. Uh, here's one thing I'll say though that I saw a lot of people talking about um, regarding the Pride festivities. A lot of people who had reservations or issues with it felt like 
it was a lot of um uh, uh sexual things like it was a lot of um uh, very uh revealing and promiscuous dress in a lot of the events um i saw people were saying i saw one uh push where people were saying that people who are taking their children to these events um it might be like some child abuse. And it was like, really? Like, okay. I mean, you know, this they damn kids. I mean, I don't, I don't know. But it was like a big thing because they were saying, like, you know, why is everybody out here? Why are these people naked? Why is it got to be about being scantily clad? And I would tell them, here's what I would say. I don't see nobody complaining during uh during uh what's the thing? Uh what is it called? Carnival. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't ever see nobody saying, hey man, why they gotta have the ass out and all this? I you know. I'm just saying, I think what's good for one, it should be all right for the other. I don't know. What say y'all, man? Am I tripping, though? Am I, or was it, I know Dennis Robin had his hoochie daddy shorts on. He wasn't, you know. Oh, he had the skirt on. on. Oh, my fault. You're right. He had the schoolgirl skirt on. Yeah, uh-huh. you're right. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of get it sometimes with people saying, like, I wouldn't necessarily, it's all what you comfortable with, you know, like. Would I take my child to the? Because one video I seen, or I think it was a picture or a video, I can't remember, but somebody was topless. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, but that's more so on the parents. Like you taking your child somewhere where like it's mostly adults celebrating, you know, like, or during the times when like more adults are there. So like, if you want your child to experience that, take them early, you know, take them the first two hours of the event. Like if you got your child there past, like, Four or five hours in, you go see some shit. It's right. <laughs> these these motherfuckers is freaky. <laughs> <laughs> a freaky ass nigga. Like video said. I mean, yeah. So I mean, you just gotta be mindful of what you taking your child to if you really care that much. But if, I mean, some people teach their kids that nudity is fine. Like so, like that's no big deal to them. Like they like, okay, I see this all the time. Like so, it's all about the parent. Like. It's they shouldn't be mad at nobody. Like be mad at yourself because you did this. Yeah, I think it's you know, I think it's definitely whatever the conversations are being had at home. I think you know kind of how you're raising your child, what conversations you have and haven't had, and you know if they've taken them out there. I don't think that this should be a memorandum or or you know a, something a, an attack on them. And they made a decision. You know that's what they're doing. So you know, I think some people are crazy, but you know if they take their kid to certain religious practices all the time, like really okay. So, what? What'd you say? Uh oh, somebody froze. I think Naomi froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she froze. Yeah, uh, Lionel, what say you? You quiet on this one, man? Don't hide behind the shades. <laughs> Please, I'm not hiding behind the shades. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like Tori and hit the nail on the head. I really. As far as like kids go, right? I don't really. I think who cares? Like who cares? It's up to that person's parent. If the parent wants to expose them to whatever the hell they want to, they will. It's not even like we could stop them if they didn't. If we didn't want them to, like they would just have private clubs and they would be having these types of events, and like the kids would still be there. There's like nothing you could really do besides not go if you don't. If you like don't align, that's how I feel. I feel like great for them. I'm glad they have like that's the whole point of like the LGBT is to have like space where they can just like turn up amongst themselves and like not have to worry about like being 
like abused or killed or judged. So I think that's great. And I love the fact that they do take it to the tens, like actually do that shit, show up in the thong, show up completely naked. You feel? That's great. There you go. Show up. Lionel said completely naked. All right. They got here just butt ass. Show up All like right. Lady Godiva. Okay. <laughs> hey. Well, let's go, man. Well, listen, happy Pride Month to everybody, man. I think it was a, uh, although uh, we did lose uh, a Houston legend this month, I, I think it was, you know, a successful Pride Month this year. RIP Big Pokey also. Happy belated June 27th to everybody out there in H-Town that, 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 that celebrates a true Houston holiday. Shout out to y'all, man. That was yesterday. What uh, is that? Huh? What is that? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a Houston thing. Don't worry about it. We'll teach you later. <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's hard to explain. And you would be like, you, you wouldn't get it, Amber. You don't get a lot of the stuff about the Negroes, Amber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's real Negro stuff. Um, all right, but let's go. Uh, who watched the BET Awards? These niggas lost their mind. Mm-mm. Nobody watched it. Okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got my YouTube TV no more, so. <laughs> let's move on. Nobody I mean, watched I it. could have. I just, I, for one, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, and my God. Two, I didn't care to. Damn, that's happening? crazy. Not the government said get off. Amber, 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 you know you got a you got a clapper in there. Amber, a little old, she got a clap. Clap your hands and turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if this will get me out of this room, I'm gonna go complain tomorrow. Oh, maybe, maybe it is a motion light. Sensor. Yeah, it's a motion in there. This shit is old as hell. So how, I don't know how it's a motion light. Cause you know we know why because back in the old folks once they stop moving typically they sleep. Okay, but who is? <laughs> so they like let's go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and put this turn these lights off. Like, no, she like binge some TV shows. Listen, let me say this. I wish more hotels would do that. That would save me a trip to get up. This is not a hotel, sir. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was a hotel. I'm on base. Oh well, it's an old ass base. <laughs> Even more of the reason they like they didn't stop moving shit. Let's turn the lights off. Now, but I can't believe y'all didn't watch the BET Awards though. It was a uh, I seen uh, clips though. I mean, I okay, okay, because it was a uh, it was some. Fun. I mean, that shit was pretty ratchet, huh? It was. It was Jesus Christ. Um, it was all over the place. Like, cause what what the piece of news for me was JT hitting Uzi with the phone. Y'all think yes. y'all think it was because he was talking to Ice Spice or like she said, yeah, she said that he lost her seat or something. It was because of Ice Spice. I mean, yeah. unless she's real. No, cow. because she was a little too high. She was a little too high. It's about a seat, right? You ain't doing all that. She gotta be super. No, especially because like that's nothing to even get mad about. Just get up, like get up. But you know, <laughs> like, you get mad about it, you're moving. Yeah, but you know, like at award shows, if you leave and they record, you know, they film and they want to put a filler, seat mm. fillers. So yes. Why add that? Like, yo, yeah, that didn't make no sense. So yeah, she got super childish, or it was over Ice Spice. Either or, hey, just tell me the okay, truth. Okay, so y'all let me know. Maybe I'm behind. What's the, the sh- do the city girls got beef with Ice Spice or what's going on with that? No, it's because Uzi and JT are together. Uzi was talking to Ice Spice. No, that's so hold on. So he can't say hi to nobody? 
Right. I, I mean, hey. I, I we mean, hey. Hold on. We mean, hey. I don't know. He got a phone thrown at him. They took a picture. So maybe not. Maybe he's not yeah, allowed to do that. Together. According to TikTok verse, they, somebody on there said that he apparently had a lyric about her in one of his songs. Mm. So maybe that's what fueled it. I don't know if this is yeah. true. He has a lyric in his one of his songs about Ice Spice. Yeah, I so, think it's the that most popular song. He like she got a what's the because he performed the song too. So I mean, mm. and she was sitting there clapping and cheering him. Um, it was that she had performed that said, song at the BET Awards. Ice Spice he performed that song. She said it was ghetto yeah. but fun, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Well, she also, I wouldn't be surprised if she is just one of the, I feel like there's plenty of people on the planet that don't need that much to just pop off. Like, I've seen her in my own two eyes. I'm like, are you seriously giving this much energy and coming like this? For like, this I've week? been waiting for something all day. Like, I seriously, I'll be like, literally jaw dropped. So I'll be jaw dropped. Like, are you really, like, you were waiting for something so you could pop your shit, clearly. So I've seen her in my own two eyes where I'll be jaw dropped. Like, it didn't even take that much for you to be in this And she strikes me as one of time for regular people on Twitter to pop off on, like, she has done that before. Like she got right. time. She does not care. She's gonna go off and she feeling some type. Of, I think she may be a little bit sensitive in ways. No, she definitely is because JT so, blocked me on Twitter. That's what I'm about to say. I'm Aren't blocked you on Twitter. Blocked by JT? Hold on, hold on. Whoa, what you I know what I did. I, I searched through my Twitter. I'm like, I don't know what I did. I was trying to find her when she was beefing with Cardi. I was trying to find like the whole tweets. So I could read the tweets and shit, and I couldn't see a particular tweet. And I'm like, why can't I see it? And then I end up like being able to see that it was JT tweet. I'm like, whoa, she blocked me. Like, I don't know when, like, why, where. Like, she was yeah. like, hold on, I don't like what he talking. He talking block. Fuck out of here. JT blocked me on Twitter. I tried to tell her unblock me. Like, I don't know what I did. I like you. <laughs> she said, mind you, Ice Spice, hella younger than JT. How old is JT? I don't know how old she is. She like thirty. How old is Uzi? I don't know. Probably the same. I want to say about the same. Yeah. He's such a tiny human. How how tall is he? He's a, he looks like a tiny human. Yeah, he's little. Oh, Uzi twenty seven. And how old is how old is uh, Ice Spice? I think like, she's in her early twenties. Yeah, I want to say twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. I can see that. I can see where you're going from. So now, uh, if you when you if you thirty. Got this little 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 young twenty three year old girl all up in your face. Fuck out of here. Okay, who are we talking about? Who are these people? What they do? Okay, Amber's googling these Negroes. We're talking Jay. about Lil Uzi Vert, his girlfriend JT of the City Girls, Boom. and Ice Spice. Ice Spice is a little beige looking little girl with the red hair. The red beige. Hair. She white. I'm a little dark and that no Tory and beige, okay? And I'm telling him all the time that he's actually a white man undercover. But no, Ice Spice definitely is giving like white. She more white than Lotto. And let me make sure we say this for the internet. We just joking. For all y'all gonna say y'all being colorist is just a damn joke. Y'all relax. Jesus. I mean, Naomi's that's just joking. the Naomi's not. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's just an observation. And I mean, I it don't matter to me either way. I'm just saying. No, yeah, say, you, know, you just know. call her big. I just say she's that. Well, yeah, because she is. So, you know. Look, you know Roy colorblind. I am colorblind. This is a documented fact. And I've been called a colorist by a dark-skinned guy because I didn't want to talk to him. I'm like, bro, my mom is dark-skinned. Like, my sister's dark-skinned. That's that inner... Uh... <laughs> 
trauma and insecurity. And it was crazy because he tried to catfish me with a picture of a light skinned dude, and I was talking to that dude, so it made it look bad. But the what? dude was cuter. <laughs> like, bro, you in your picture, you got some dry. And then you want to throw it at me talking about I'm racist and stuff, but you doing weird shit. Right. That's I'm weird. Like, let me tell y'all, the best part of this show right now is Amber Googling these Negroes right now. <laughs> this is hilarious. I know, I love, Amber, I love this right now. That the fact, trust me, Amber, the fact that you don't know who these people are, your life is so much better because there's so much little bullshit that goes on that I be having to know. And I got to know it because I got a daughter in high school that be keeping up with all the BS. So I got to know what the hell going on so I can be like, whoa, 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 whoa hold on, hold on, you're doing... You hold on, what? What? As soon as that pound town song come on in the room, I'll be knocking on the door. Whoa, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, ma'am, we're gonna turn that off. That's good. Let's stop that. Dang, I'm not, <laughs> that's crazy. That's like the music for them. But I mean, shit, I was definitely listening to the nasty music too. That's too I know. So we're gonna try to cut. And, and look, they it's played her. Insane. So she did. She didn't perform, but they were like, you know, like in between stuff, they'll play like like a DJ, a house DJ play music. They played her song and she got up and was performing in the middle of the damn aisle. She was walking around with stacks of money the whole night in her hand on some wild stuff. That's her accessory for the night. You know, she likes to. And the funny part was, and it was online a lot, it was... <laughs> An older dude sitting in front of her, his name is Bobby Jones, way back in the day on BET. He used to host, I think it's I think it was called Lift Every Voice and uh the Bobby Jones Gospel Hour. Mm. So he's like a pastor, and he's sitting like a row in front of her. She's behind him performing, and he's looking around like, What in the hell is going on right now with this little girl? Because everybody was getting ratchet. Yeah. yeah, and I think they got him, they caught him saying, What did he call? What did he say? They called us some heifers. There you go. <laughs> That's one of my favorite old person scoldings. Like to call somebody a heifer. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he I said it right when she said that little lyric, my my pea pink, the booty hole brown. He was looking hmm. like, oh, hold on. Wait, who sing that? I be singing Sexy that out red. of nowhere. In Sexy red. <laughs> she was like, it finally clicked. Hold right. on, Amber. You said you be singing, you be hearing that out of nowhere. I just I walked in Walmart like yesterday and I was started singing it. I don't know why. It's like catchy. Oh, but you be on TikTok though, right? Yeah, I, I heard it on TikTok. Music. I don't know who's singing there you it, go. but I heard it on TikTok. Yeah. See, and I forget y'all TikTok brings. That's crazy. And her album is nice. Her, I don't know if it's the album or EP, but it's actually really nice. Wait, no, and what's her name? Sexy Red. Yeah, Sexy Red. Okay. Shout out to Sexy Red, man. I'm not, she's not my cup I of tea. I haven't even heard that song before, honestly. But she's I've seen it around. Cup. I've seen it around online. I think I played it when you was at my house at the pool party. I do respect the fact that she I'm always like got some damn glasses on. Can she really not see what's going on with her? Can she really, she, she don't want no contacts, no nothing. She just, is that her look with the glasses? Oh, I don't know. I don't I'm know. not mad at it. It's different. I think it's a good look. I think it's different. No, actually, I, I think it's probably just her look. Cause I just seen a video of her fighting you know, from in high school, and she had no glasses so. on. Well, I think you might want to take your glasses nah, off. Nah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if you really got glasses, like hold on, and you know you fight too. Let me preserve these bitches. Right. Let's put these glasses down. Hold on. Like I brought my case today specifically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just shared a video too on um um on a 
Paige that she walked off stage because they was like throwing water bottles and shit at her. Well, let, okay, let, let me say this. dangerous because like that white girl got hit with a phone. Yeah. Her concert. I'm like, ugh. You have to get stitches. They be doing that a lot. No, like, because shit, I got a fucking throat phone thrown at me by my son when he was like a baby and that shit like for one iPhones are fucking like hard and yeah. like no like and that shit hit me right there I was like bruised and scarred like oh my god yeah, who started that? so I couldn't imagine like somebody like full force chucking an I iPhone know. at your face like oh my god but 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 didn't somebody kind of start that at a concert and now it's like a thing where people will throw their phones up Hoping that the artist will like record something and then like send it I back. I have to seen that before. Yeah, but I'm I just like, I wish they like some rapper. Um, I yeah, feel they like should stop, they should stop doing that immediately. <laughs> I feel like Lil Uzi started that trend. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'll be thinking, like, what type of plans and or insurance do y'all have for these phones? Well, y'all no, just like, phone okay, let's just see what happens if, if it's gonna get back to me or not. I got so really much shit in my phone, they risking it. Uh-huh. These niggas got they they got some track phones they throwing up there. I know what they doing. They got some prepays. They throwing that shit up there. Uh, bitch, take a oh, picture. Yes, Sanai said somebody uh, somebody threw their mom's ashes out on peak stage. Oh yeah, I saw that. They threw they threw their damn mama's yeah, ashes what? up there. That shit is crazy. That was so odd. Like, that is that's just strange. And she was confused. Pink was like, so exactly like. Fuck you, you know what happens now? No, like I would know. Let me kick this shit out. Like, what is this? I'm gonna open the bag and throw that shit. <laughs> right. Like, I'm as a fan. I'm like, <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> old bitch on me. <laughs> old bitch on me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know, but here's one thing I am disappointed about. Most of these young, younger rappers, the, this newer generation they really don't know how to perform like their shows are just in my opinion just very bland and stale it's just like yo like why would i pay to come see this that's because they don't got no artist development going on like these record Mm. labels just push out there you know throw them to the wolves like you got this popular song it's it's viral let's go let's push it go on stage and they don't like got shit going on Really? And it's like what the hell, but you well, gotta most, give people time to develop. Most grow. songs today is only like two minutes, and most of it is the chorus. Like back in the right. day, I was, um, you know, when I was doing my long drive up here. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm a little tipsy, but anyway, this nigga drove drive, one drink. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga had one. When drink. I was driving up here. I turned it on like the old school R and B from you know back in the day. Them songs was like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, that's how you knew back in the day how your stroke count was because you knew when you when a song came on, you knew you had five minutes per song. So every song it ended, you knew that was about five minutes. So you're like, shit, we on, we on song three. I'm about to go ahead and get there now. It's 15 minutes. Shit, I hope she got it because shit, we 15 minutes in now. No, you remember that little John song, uh, Get Low? And yeah. he would be in the club, knees be hurting, legs be hurting, because that's a long ass song. Get yeah, Low, low key is a long ass song. <laughs> yeah, people be complaining now about how like albums now are like 
less than 30 minutes. They'll be like, what happened to the hour albums? Like, that's how I feel. Like, I see like an album and it's supposed to be like a full album. And yeah. I'm on in 32 minutes. I'm like, what's going on? Where the rest of it at? <laughs> like, these two many of the songs ain't coming. Like, no, but see, I'm more the person, maybe not 30 minutes, but I'm more the person that like won't mind a smaller track, especially when it comes to like rap for me. Like, especially because a lot of these rappers don't be on shit for real. Like, because I hate, like, how many songs was, like, on Drake shit? Like, he have, like, fucking 26 songs on that bitch. And it's like, I've never gotten through a Drake album, really, except for um, Nothing Was The Same. That's my favorite Drake album. But, like, nah, I really don't be needing all that. Like, please cut that bitch to, like, 13 songs. Nothing Was The Same. When did that come out? Oh, that was, when did that, 20, that was, that was a couple years ago? 2014. Oh damn! Okay, so my shit was what was his first? Damn, that that shit damn near a decade ago. Thank <laughs> me later was the first one. The second one. What, what, what was it called? Thank me later. No, I don't, not not that. That was that one was good. But what's the Houston Atlanta? Was Houston Atlanta Vegas? What was it called? That was a mixtape. Okay, I like that shit. That was I my did shit. like that one. Yeah, Houston Atlanta Vegas was my shit. Yeah, well, that, that was, was a nice. That was so far gone. I did listen to. Okay, that's mm. what came out. So far gone came out of that. Because yeah, fireworks okay, is on there that's too the with Alicia Keys, right? No, that's Thank Me Later. That's my shit, fireworks with Alicia Okay, Keys. so that's on Thank Me Later. Interesting. I'm yeah. going to have to go back. I don't really be giving Drake a fair chance. Right. And I was yeah. really forced into like, and nothing was the same because I was living in Dallas. You know, Dallas niggas love Drake. And so that shit was like a must. And, you know, that's a really great album. What's the damn uh okay? So which thank me like what okay? I'm gonna sound like an old nigga right now. What's the <laughs> damn song by Drake with the uh the baby you my thing you all I ever want? That's we... so far gone mixtape. Okay, okay, I, okay. Let me renege. That's my shit. That shit was some fire when that first. But day. no, the song Houston Let in Vegas is on that e that mix. Oh, okay, no one that's my shit. Okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm not tripping me. Okay, that was my shit. <laughs> Because when that shit came out, I said, like, oh, this nigga snapping on this motherfucker. No, yeah, that, that was, that's what got me hooked on Drake was that EP, that mixtape. Like, yeah. Oh, because I, I used to ride around in that motherfucker. I used to be in the car totally fucked up, jamming that motherfucker. And that motherfucker got hour 14 minutes. So that was a perfect album, like, on a road yeah. trip. We would play that, like, road trip. Like, you know, that's going to give me a good hour in the ride. Like, yeah. 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 This one's for you. For me. Baby, you my head thing. You all I ever wanted. We can do it real big, bigger than. Let me not get a strike. Um, <laughs> yeah. But back to BT Wars, though, I had seen a tweet that was so funny because somebody said, like, uh, Tyler Perry just handed the key to somebody and said, "Close up after y'all done." And I just, oh yeah, <laughs> that shit will not be like that next year. <laughs> Trust me, Tyler Perry is finna. They finna go to church next year. And Lord, hold on. Let me back up. Oh my God! One of my favorite singers of all time, Patty Labelle. Patty, Patty. She couldn't see. No, she can still sing, but she couldn't see the goddamn words on the screen. Well, that means she can't see. No, Patty was standing in front of it, so she couldn't see. No, Patty couldn't see. Patty asked. The girl tweeted. I mean, she made a TikTok, and she was like, "I don't give a damn." Standing up in front of the prompter. So, so then, so what they saying? So basically, B- it was a hot ass mess. This BET award. Oh, listen, she was yeah, trying to the prompt was too low. Like it, she was trying to do a tribute to Tina Turner. And first of all, why don't she know the damn words of the song? 
No, that's not like bitch. That was my rival. <laughs> First of all, that was Tina cursing her. She was cursed by Tina herself. <laughs> Why would y'all have this hug to give me a tribute? Tina was like, I don't even like her. Fuck up the fuck up the damn track. Mess no, I always say the only person that I feel like can give a Tina Turner tribute is clearly Beyonce. Oh yeah. Y'all didn't like Chloe. Chloe had just did a tribute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen two of her tributes, and she really needs to stop doing tributes. She did an Aaliyah tribute. That's that's fucked up. That's disrespectful. Chloe who? Oh, Lord. Hold on. Let's let Hold on, y'all. Everybody slow down. Let's tell Amber about the Negroes. Her name is Chloe Bailey. <laughs> oh, okay. I just needed She's a last name. She's the sister name. of the Little Mermaid. I needed a last name. Because the first person came to mind was Chloe Kardashian. Of it's course. You don't know Negroes. Amber doesn't know you Negroes. I keep telling y'all. Yes, I I'm do. like, that's a whole different letter. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's still pronounced Hey. Hey, look, hold on. So now I'm with you. So now the fact that Angela Bassett wasn't there to talk about Tina Turner was a missed opportunity because she played her in What's Love Got to Do with It. And I was like, yo, she really cha- channeled Tina Turner. No. Wait, hold, whoa, 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 time out. First of all, Jasmine, you don't come on here and speak to Amber first. No, it's because Amber been gone. Thank you. I don't okay. give a damn. <laughs> Come on here and just say, "Hey, Hi, remember, right, oh, Roy?" Say, hey, family, first. Yes, man. This I got you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amber. Really? That's what we doing? Not hey, Amber. That's one person like me, and y'all just want to like. Amber got to look up half. Amber is googling the topics we're talking about right now, and you hey and Amber ain't that? A, like, you okay. didn't let me know ahead of time. I do not. I like. I, I do like. To, I, I like the fact that you Google. It's hilarious to me. I tried to ask before we started. Well, uh, you know. Sorry, it. Amber. Okay. Oh, I apologize. But yeah, hold on. Going back to Lionel's point, though. Can we have this conversation for maybe three minutes? Three minutes. I like Chloe. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. I like Chloe. But. She do too goddamn much for me, Mo. God damn it. She do I mean, too I much. feel like a lot of people are in agreement with that, though. Like, that's kind of been the topic surrounding her on socials. Uh-huh. Like, they say, like, you know, she has a lot of potential. She's talented and stuff. But it's just kind of like, in a way, she's kind of lost in what her path is. In this Figure out who she is as an artist. Yeah. It's I like mean, she's trying to be other people. And it's like, it don't really connect. Like, yeah, what you mean? No, I didn't really like the whole aesthetic. I'm not going to lie. I had unfollowed her on Instagram because it had got... Wow. Oh <laughs> no. Naomi said, I'm good. Naomi was like, I'm good. No, I remember the first post when she was, like, in her panties. Like, for no reason. I was like, okay, she's going this route. Yeah, I mean, it was like, you don't have to do this. No, I was like, no, please, man. No, my name. Right. No, not Little Mermaid. Her sister. Her sister, oh. Chloe. Her big yeah, sister. Her sister's the Little Mermaid. Come on, follow us. <laughs> Jasmine, funny. Jasmine said I tried to. Oh, yeah, I did give Amber. It wasn't Donkey of the Day. I do a segment called, what is it called? Uh, was I think I it was, oh, oh, it's called You Ain't Shit. 
Yeah, yeah, I did. Because I would tell you, you got the you got the inaugural you ain't shit uh of the week because you told us that you were gonna go put some flowers in a vase and then you was gonna be on the show. And I came and you no ma'am, you you jumped on I I went to push you, put punch you up, and you was like, I'm gone. I'm like, why? I'm like, I'm trying. So you got the inaugural you ain't shit award. It don't take that long. Listen, except the fact that you got the first one. The first is always the best. You got the first, you ain't shit. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a weekly award. <laughs> we'll see who gets it tonight. At least let me be on here next time you give it to me. Don't give it to me when I'm not on here. And I did put the flowers in the vase because I sent y'all a picture. Yeah, but it took you an hour and a half. No, I'll give the, uh, the U.S. award this week to everybody that was at this event I was at this past weekend that tried to argue me down that Rihanna was better than Beyonce. That Rihanna is what? Everybody at that house, including Naomi, y'all get the I ain't shit, you ain't shit award this week. Hold on, what were they, hold on, what were they arguing, Lionel? They wanted to really make a point that Beyonce, I mean, yeah, Beyonce was like under Rihanna. In any oh, way, my lord, the but, blasphemy. Hey, Naomi, thank you. That's why I say it's not the blasphemy. Naomi was on that choir. I was there at the party, and y'all know how I feel about Beyonce nowadays. But I was there at the party, you know, I don't trust shit. But I was at the party, and it was really his friend who was arguing him down. He was having a full on that Rihanna. Uh, you like, um, because she said he was basically saying that like Rihanna's a billionaire, like they have the same writers, and like you know she's still doing all this shit. But you know, hey, don't be mad at me. I don't get I the love you, too, you won't you break my soul. soul. Naomi, the hell out of here! It's the queen. It's a crazy conversation to have though, because I feel like you whoa, 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 Mo, don't you do that, Mo? No, it's a because that Rihanna hits is what I was. Can just saying. Dan, I was can just I finish? Like, I no, we not gonna let you finish that. No, I'm gonna finish because listen, yes, I have finished. Mo. You heard Mike. The reason why it's a crazy conversation <laughs> to have. <laughs> what? Lila said, meet your mic. <laughs> go ahead, Mo. Let's go. That's a, that's a crazy conversation to have in the first place because, in my opinion, they're, I mean, I guess I can see why people would want to compare the two, but they're in two different lanes, especially at this point. Like, I don't think either is underneath the other, if that makes sense. Like, Rihanna's in her lane doing big shit and Beyonce's in her lane doing big shit. Now, when it comes to music, if y'all talking musically, I need to know the context of what y'all are talking about in general because as a businesswoman, Riri got it. You know what I'm saying? She's doing her business shit. She's on that shit. Like, not to say Beyonce's not doing business on her no, own. No, and I think that's what we were talking about the music and her and her career in music, like performing and her craft. Like, Riri's kind of, you know, doing other shit that's making her happy. So it's like, I can't necessarily say that one is under the other because they both in two different lanes. They doing their thing, and but the like, thing is, it's like it's not even yeah, it's not comparable. It's more of like a like the I don't know, like I want to say torch pass, like but she's like the next in line. It's not like right, like she's right. like the thing to come and like oh shit, like I was like that's totally not even close to the case in any way, shape, or form. I don't care if you're talking about business. I don't give a damn. 
what she talk about? There's no way that she's gonna ever be like that over Beyonce. Yeah. But in the name of like next in line, she totally is that. And it's different because then you have more business facets. She's more business minded. But at the same time, it's sad because we lose a lot of the entertainment factor because she's not even close to as entertaining or like putting out as good as music. No, because I think I'm, that's like, what he was saying. Well, he ended up he ended up boiling his at first. At first, he was saying Rihanna is better than Beyonce. Period. After I had to debunk that all the way the fuck down. After it was debunked, then his his final bottom line statement was Rihanna is more influential than Beyonce. Which I'm like, eh, eh. okay. Now listen, they have it has been said, especially by not even just like Beehive. Like this is the this is the thing that people are saying when it comes to Beyonce. Beyonce is the celebrity's celebrity. And when you think about it, that is absolutely true. Like when she's in a room full of celebrities, everyone's like, damn, that's Beyonce. Damn, it's Beyonce. Yes, like Brianna gets Brianna gets a lot of recognition, and I understand that. But Beyonce is truly the celebrity's celebrity. She's on that level where it's like she's famous to even the most, you know, some of the most famous people. They're like, damn, that's Beyonce. Like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. So that's a different level. Like that's a whole different level. So I can't sit and say, like I said, I don't, I don't, I understand where you're coming from. Like I think that's a great way of putting it that Riri is next in line. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. But even that's kind of debatable because there is still like Chloe. There's Normani. There's plenty of people that I feel like without. No, Chloe. like y'all were literally just like no on Chloe. You no you were no like, no one. Do Chloe covers because Chloe's done an Aaliyah cover. It, that's the thing of that's the Beyonce effect. She's signed to Beyonce, so she's getting these great opportunities, but it may not be fitting for her. So I'd like, be covering Aaliyah is out of line for Chloe Bailey. Like, listen, do you hear the difference in voice between Aaliyah and Chloe? And then also like to be covering her. Tina Turner was like, ah, I don't know, I'll like somebody get somebody else to do it. Now, but in her own lane, like I love Chloe's album. I will stand behind Chloe's album. I think she made and produced and wrote a good album. Like on her own, right? But as a like cover artist, I mean, as trying to like do Aaliyah or Tina, that's far fetched for her. But next in line, I do think she does. She adds a lot to the game, and like I appreciate somebody <laughs> that's doing their own music and like really just creating the shit. She's next. I don't know, but we were it. literally just saying about Chloe that she literally needs to find herself. So I don't know how to do that into the no, game. No, people feel that way. That and Tamara feels like her, but that's nice. So. But that's the like, beauty in life is finding yourself, and that's the that's the journey of life is to find what you're passionate about and find I'm yourself. Like, but what about but, the journey of music, of like selling, of like popping right now, of like being next in line after Beyonce? No, she doesn't yeah, have I those tributes. The thing is, at the end of like the, the day, the ingredients Rihanna has been in the game like a minute too, like, and she, um, you know, she's been young in this shit too. She came up in it. And so I think you can't just completely cut down Rihanna because she got some hits. But, you know, of course, I'm going to give respect to Beyonce. Of course, I'm going to give respect to Beyonce because she is Beyonce. Of course, she's crazy talented. But when we're talking about influential, I feel like... Like we were getting let me just jump in though. Hold on, Naomi, because I I let y'all have this weird conversation for like four minutes. That whole conversation was weird because (laughs) we talking about Beyonce first of all, right? Like we got to understand mute. I always call Beyonce. I've been calling her this now for about five years. She's the last superstar celebrity, and the reason I say that is because she comes from a generation. Uh that really doesn't do social media like that. Right. 
And that's what makes her the last superstar. And I know Rihanna's not super active, but she'll jump on there and do a live. She'll be on there twerking and shit like that. Beyonce, she'll like post something and then like delete it like next week, right? Like because Beyonce and Jay are not like active on social media, that keeps them in that old generation of like, cause like when I was young, look, Amber got that ghost over there. When I was young, right? celebrities were untouchable we didn't have access to celebrities like that so they seemed larger than life because of social media you can jump on there and hell torian can get blocked by one of the biggest female rappers on the planet right <laughs> like right. that that never could have happened before they're like damn hold on so i'm not doing that shit, okay she right beyonce's she not, not even gonna... reading i mean she she is in tune right but it's like she's not in a way like she's not as interactive with a lot of shit right. so it has that mystery with her where it's just like what is Beyonce thinking what does she think about this shit going on and it doesn't right. show until she's on a tour like now where she is okay she did one of the little TikTok dances that they be doing in one of the shows like okay she is very much still in tune right but it's like but you don't know that though yeah it's on a different level like, you don't know what she's what she's really doing you know what I'm saying and it's like yeah that I think a lot of times and this is honestly something that I really feel like it's true, like when people don't give you so much access, that's what makes you even more like vulnerable. It makes you like, what the fuck is going? Like, I want to know. Like, I am so intrigued. I'm obsessed because we're in such a, a time of like everything's accessible, all information and pictures and videos. I can keep tabs on somebody I used to talk to, you know, some time ago. I used to be friends with this person. I can still keep tabs and know what's going on in their life. So when people don't have that type of energy. People, it, it really intrigues people. It's like, why, why, like, what's going on? Like, I, I need to know. I need to know what's happening. So right. anything you do, I'm tuned in. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you give us, we're literally taking the crumbs. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where Beyonce's at at this point. I feel like, because she's not giving as much to the public until she's ready to give it, and it's the way that she wants it, and it's exactly how I intend it to come. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of. That's exactly what we were getting into when we were talking about like in, being influential and why like Beyonce's things didn't like because he was basically saying like all her shit flopped and Rihanna is the one to keep this popping because Rihanna's cooler and people like relate more to Rihanna as opposed to Beyonce who is like that so displaced and I feel like so calculated and so like private and like you don't really know who Beyonce is at the end of the day like you have no idea and that strikes people the wrong way like, like somehow that strikes people the wrong way yeah like, I appreciate that I can appreciate that but I recognize I mean if you want to look at somebody as like a queen like because well she is the queen of America that nigga said of America <laughs> like hello period <laughs> We are talking about the Queen of America. See, look, and the thing is, that I can be I'm like, like seeing. I do not feel that. Like, but y'all, y'all. Who else like is the Queen British of America? People, Who's the Queen of America? Oprah. Sound to me like how British people be talking about their queen. Be like, or now they got a king. But like how they would be talking about their queen. I'm like, that shit is crazy. Now I will wow. say, at, with this, ain't whole, nobody ruling me. Though, with this whole I'm like Renaissance God. era, though, like it is definitely for me anyway. And I think for a lot of people, put Beyonce in like a whole another like bracket at this point because, like, at least whenever I heard the album for the first time, and I honestly, it's an incredible album. Like it's it's something that you want to put on repeat and just have playing all the fucking time. Like 
it's it's very very good and it's like everyone was expecting so much for the tour but this renaissance era i feel like kind of just like put her on another on another level at this point like it's just she honestly also dipped into something that wasn't standard to her and so like the fact that she came in with something that's a little bit different from what she's normally doing like usually like really beyonce is the type of woman that can do that you know what i'm saying she can do that shit, and it's gonna be top tier it's gonna be exactly what we expect and we're gonna be entertained we're gonna love it you know what i'm saying so like that was at least for me kind of like an eye-opening moment because when i heard the album i was like damn like she could do this shit too like this is incredible you know what i'm saying like she has no boundaries when it comes to her talent and so i think that's the thing for me anyway that keeps me like yeah like she's she's that girl literally yeah look man i'm not finna let you you know it's beyonce <laughs> not music donalds it's sasha yes, it's sasha fierce we not finna we not finna act like she ain't sasha fierce and you know listen that we're we not gonna have this we're not gonna do this we're gonna end it now we're not gonna go no further on this i like rihanna but when I rihanna was I when too. rihanna I was 16 or 17 she was doing that ponder replay bullshit uh, not to say I didn't like this, but I find music. Listen, Beyonce was in Destiny's Child pumping out hits with Wyclef and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So she's like eight years older. So no, when she was that age though, when she was 17, 18 <laughs> in Destiny's Child. Yeah, but I mean, when we were getting down to, we were talking about all the writers, and like I said, like shit. I don't give a fuck either way. Lionel was just mad he didn't have no backup. Nobody was coming. I, know, I totally did not have backup. He was like, I can't. That's what y'all get for not inviting me. Y'all was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if, I didn't know if you were back in town or not yet, Torian. I don't oh. think I don't even think you were in town. I was if in town. Only y'all yeah. had been there, like to have this point of view, because he was like literally. <laughs> but it's okay, I'm trust sorry. me. But I know Lionel well enough to know how worked up he gets about. And I he's like literally going like <laughs> but no but his friend was right there with him so it was no like he was crazy conversation they were talking for a minute like, he's the same sign as jc they're both tourist men no they was going and he had every rebuttal like i was like i don't know this thing is Sounding good, like, uh, like, <laughs> I'm like, when well, I was like, Naomi, like, really? Like, please play man down. Can I hear man down? I know. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, play I'm no like, angel, I'm Bobby. I don't care. That's too much. All right, let's go here, man. If you're hanging with us, still, man, we appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed, share the link. We do appreciate that, man. Helps the channel grow. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. It's been a minute. I looked up. And man, I was like, let me check our YouTube, just like the history. And I was like, yo, man, we got, you know, we've done pretty well in terms of people that have been watching the channel. Cause we were on another channel initially. Things happened, the pandemic happened, started a new channel and we grew this over here as well. So super proud of what we've been able to accomplish over the years. And then, like I said, starting over and still Keeping that movement going has been and dope. Giving it to them so consistently too, because nobody is giving it up this consistent. Fact. A lot of people have come and they try and they flop and they drop, but no strings attached prevails, bitch. We're still here, we and we will be going live, bitch, on Saturday in Houston. It's up.
you did. It's yeah, no, I'm so proud of us. I really say all that to say too. I'm very proud of the podcast too. Mainly the consistency, like that's what it takes to grow the brand and like just keep knocking at the door. And like here we are, still knocking on another Wednesday. It's, it's beautiful. Wednesday night. So let's go here, man. We're talking right now about are you with the wrong person? So let's watch this video. This is of a young lady who was talking about when she was married, she's no longer married. And she's talking about, you know, why she wouldn't advise or why she wouldn't have done it. Let's listen to this and then we'll come back and we'll react to it on the other side. Let's go. Hit the ball real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> let's see what she has to say. Let's go. Last year I turned 40 and these are things that I would not do again in my 20s and 30s. Can y'all hear it okay? Dang. Can you hear it? Yeah, we heard you. Okay. Last year I turned 40, and these are things that I would not do again in my 20s or 30s. I would not get married. I met my husband when I was 24, and we got married when I was 29. At the time, I thought that this was like the ideal situation. I met the perfect age to get married. But what I realized was in the four years that we were married, I grew so much as a person. I graduated from business school, started my own business. I just became such a different person that I didn't feel like he was the best fit for me anymore. And I don't think I could have realized that at 29 when I said yes. If I could do it again, I would have allowed myself to have so much more growth in my life before I made a decision on a life partner. And it's really nothing against that partner specifically, but it was more about the direction that I wanted my life to take. My interests by 35 were unrecognizable to my younger self. And I don't think it would have been fair for me to take him on this journey if I didn't think that he was the right partner for the version of me that was to come. Last year I turned 40, and these are things that I would not do again in my 20s and 30s. Let's talk now, y'all. So she just turned 40. Um, and she said these were things that she would not have done in her 20s or 30s. One of them was get married and she lists her reasons because she felt like she grew a lot. She started a business. She did this. She went to school, blase, blase. Right. She did all these things. So she was like she was a different person by the time she got older. Anything about any what she said? First reactions on that video. Anybody? I thought it was really crazy. Cause I At first I was like, OK, I, I feel her. And I was seeing like people rebuttals on Twitter, um, mainly talking about like, well, that's a part of marriage. Like you grow with your partner. Like, so why would you like just like automatically just like distance yourself because you feel like you grew, which I agree with that. And I'm like, maybe we don't know. Maybe it's more to it. Maybe her partner wasn't growing with her. Right. Why she had the distance, you know, why she felt that way. Um, Because a good part, you feel like anybody wouldn't just leave a partner they marry if they just because they grew, you know. But there's some people like that. Like, yeah, I'm a different person. Like, I don't, I don't fuck with that motherfucker. I'm out. But it has to be something else for her to do that. So, I mean, I'm here for it. And okay. I got my questions, but damn. So you think that's no reason, Stanley? Because if you grew, because I can see, like, because that's one reason, you know, that I don't really get marriage. Because I think that you can, like. You change your perspective, change, and like sometimes y'all can't grow together, you know. Sometimes it's like, or that shit is toxic, and maybe you do grow, but maybe the person is still not even there. So, how can that relationship keep going on, even though she kind of like listed like, um, like more like physical, like surf, 
surface level things, like material things, like um, she kind of mentioned as her growth, but I feel like, and like people on Twitter were saying, but in a marriage, you are supposed to be able, like you're saying like, bitch, even if that do happen, we supposed to still stay down. Like we still exactly be locked in, but like to what end? So that's why I'm just like, yeah, that's something that you shouldn't do. death do you part, hello. Don't get married like she <laughs> said. That's something, don't get married in your 20s. I can, I can see like how somebody could say that, but at the same time, I feel like that's just like scapegoating. Like my initial reaction was like, uh, y'all don't want to know my initial reaction to that, oh, but I guess I no, serious. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll tell you the group chat. No, All but right. ultimately, the bottom line to how I feel about that is like, uh, like weak sauce. That's what it gives me. And then also, aside from weak sauce, I hate when people like perpetuate that narrative to the people about marriage because. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. It really frustrates me when people get so ready to, like, just say, ah, oh, this isn't giving what it's supposed to or it's not what I want or this doesn't feel how I want to feel and, like, walk away. That's not the fuck what marriage is. Marriage is, like, being able to navigate through those waters with your person and, like, being no matter what. Like, and that's real shit because when y'all come out of that, the next, like, after the next, after that conversation, you come out of that, you're closer and you have more of a bond. And that's the importance of vulnerability. And really saying like, hey, I feel like I'm growing in these ways and it hurts me to feel like you may not be like putting energy into that as far as yourself, whatever, be vulnerable versus just like feel like, let me run. I don't know where that shit comes in in like the world as far as marriage and society, but it needs to die. Like but the I kids mean, thinking, at what point, at what cost? It's that's why it's like it is like don't get married though, if you feel like that's you. Cause I know me, like I know my heart. I know my soul, I know me, I know my drive and intention, and I know my commitment, and I know I stand by, behind my words. So I know for a fact that marriage is something that I can do. But I feel like if you will question that, then you need to be aware of that, and you need to not do it, because that's frustrating. Divorce really isn't an option. It's really not. Like The, the only option is trusting the fact that you chose somebody in your life that you can work with and work shit out, figure it out. Did Amber just go get a chicken wing? What, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm trying to soak up some of this alcohol because I'm sleepy. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I apologize. I fucked up the whole mood of the show. Amber's over here just got a, a damn chicken wing or something. Okay. It's um, just like, whoa, wow. I'm sorry. It just totally no, but that's why I think that her advice was just sound like, I mean, maybe some people can feel all that in their 20s, but I feel like, you know, there there's some time, like, you got to give yourself time to, like, see some shit. You know, well, didn't she say 29? Yeah, she got married. Yeah, when she was 30, 20. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it was 30. <laughs> that is, but damn. Let's go back one more time. Let's let's listen one more time. One more again. Here we go. Let's do this. I would not get married. I met my husband when I was 24 and we got married when I was 29. At the time, I thought that this was like the ideal situation. I'm at the perfect age to get married. But what I realized was in the four years that we were married, I... Okay. So she was 24. They were, well, I wonder when they actually got married, though. She, she said, said 29. 29. She said 29. 29 when they got married. Okay. Oh, they, huh, they were what? 29? Yeah, they right. were together five years before they got married, or like okay, each other for five years. So yeah, okay. I'm with Amber. Like, yeah, okay. So hold on, she need to get it together. 
they was almost 10 years together. Like, yeah, she was tripping. Not, not, you know, I'm yeah, because I'm looking at, now, I'm looking at it like, god damn. Okay, you so know. she was just saying that she, like, well, like, can we continue the, the clip one more okay, time? Let's so go. We understand. Let's continue. Let's, let me start it back. Let's run it back one more time and let Mo go in. Let's go. Things that I would not do again in my 20s and 30s. I would not get married. I met my husband when I was 24 and we got married when I was 29. At the time, I thought that this was like the ideal situation. I'm at the perfect age to get married. But what I realized was in the four years that we were married, I grew so much as a person. I graduated from business school, started my own business. I just became such a different person that I didn't feel like he was the best fit for me anymore. And I don't think I could have realized that at 29 when I said yes. If I could do it again, I would have allowed myself to have so much more growth in my life before I made a decision on a life partner. And it's really nothing against that partner specifically, but it was more about the direction that I wanted my life to take. My interests by 35 were unrecognizable to my younger self. And I don't think it would have been fair for me to take him on this journey if I didn't think that he was the right partner for the version of me that was to come. As you turn 40. Oh, she's so, this is so annoying. Girl, no. just I get it for her. I feel like this is just sound advice, like for people not to rush into marriage. Because like, this is, if this, this is sound is, advice. Yeah, not no, it's not that sound. That's why the divorce life. rate is how it is. That's why yeah. the divorce rate is how it is because they didn't take a little time to think like, hold on, and I'm am I really ready to like commit? Even if I end up waking up and being a whole nother person and changing, which is what how life will hit you. One thing like, I want to know, bro, and I feel like, and I'm not even 35 yet, so who knows, like you know, what that space is even like. Well, Naomi, what, you, what I will, Naomi what I will said be, that she's not going to, you said you're not going to peak until 40, right? Yeah, something yeah, around so there. You, you know, it. I'm already like off that time shit, so it's not even going to matter. About oh, that there point. you go. It don't okay. even matter because time doesn't exist for Naomi. I forgot. Maybe mm -hmm. I listened too hard, but what I heard was when they met, she didn't have nothing. There you go. Let's go, Amber. She went and graduated, got her bit, her little degree thing. She know everything. Let's go, Amber. <laughs> and, then, and then she got her own business, and then now her partner ain't for her no more. Let's so, go, Amber. That's how well, I feel. That's, what I that's, exactly that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. That's what it was, Amber. He was good enough at 29 when she ain't have shit. Then 20, once she, uh, 24 to be exact. That's when she 24, got 24. And then women get it twisted, like women get it twisted as if like owning a business or being super educated adds to their value as women. That's not what's on the scale of your value. Be careful, well. Lionel. Like, it just, that, that, those aren't the things that I'm in the eyes. Of, I mean, not, you cook a steak, bitch. Like seriously, there's so many more. <laughs> like there's more important things on the scale of them, like running a business as a woman, or like oh shit, this one's got thirty degrees, like that. I'm being as honest as I can, honestly. Like, that's just not what the man's considering from his heart. You feel me? Let's go. Mo wanted to get in here. Let's go, Mo. Okay. So I want to point out some very important things here. Okay. Very important things. What she told us is that, oh, you know, when it was getting married, it seemed like the perfect age to get married. It seemed like the right thing to do type of thing. 
these are not the reasons, in my opinion, to be considering marriage because you feel like it's the right thing to do. You feel like it's what you need to be doing right then and there because that's already that's already mistake number one. You're doing this because you think it's the standard and what you feel like is necessary for your life and where you're at and where you're in life currently at the age that you're at. So mm. she fucked up from from that whole beginning. Okay, that's where you fucked up. Okay. Second of all, she continues to say like this is. Let's remember, this is what worked and what was her situation for her, okay? Right, like, right, right, this right. was her and her partner. Now, of course, yes, there may be somebody out there that can feel and understand and be like, yeah, they probably do need to hear this type of message because maybe they do have the mentality that it's like, you know, I'm already this age. I need to, I need to settle down. I need to have a couple kids. Like, yes, if you're that type of person, then you probably do need to hear that kind of message, okay? But I just feel like from jump and her explanation she just did things for other reasons than what it necessarily in my opinion means to be married to someone because it is truly partnership at that point you are choosing a partner for life to be with for life now of course if there's some infidelity like stanley was saying abuse and things like that okay that's for me anyway grounds to be like all right this is just not something that i need to continue on in like that's that's something that i can definitely see as reasoning you know but she then she started to discover herself. It sounded like after she was married, now she's starting to really think for herself. Now she's starting to really like because she has that time to because she's no longer focused on the fact that like, oh, I need to have this, this and this settled out before I'm 30 years old, before I'm 35. Like now you're actually taking time to build on yourself. So it's like if you're that type of person that's I'm already doing that for myself, like I'm already working on my career and the things that I want. So a partner is kind of like just like a. Like add-on type of an added yeah. to your life rather than this is what my life is based around you know what i'm saying like and ultimately i feel like when it comes to partnerships yes i mean yes people change through the years it's not to say that your person is going to be you know the same person and no one's going to be the same <laughs> person. please him oh <laughs> but i i mean not to say that every any person is going to be the same in 10 15 20 years but Definitely, you know, you might want to find a type of person that's like, I'm I'm gonna allow you to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? I'm allow you're doing you on this side. We're growing together, but we're also growing individually. And it sounded like that wasn't the case. It sounded like he was kind of just cool or whatever it was. He wasn't really building himself at that point, potentially. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just content with how things were. And if you needed a person that's ready to grow and be with you, like at the end of the day, I feel like you could have still worked at that. You know, like, well, not to say that there wasn't any work put in, but it was a four year marriage. And it's like, how long in that time that y'all were married, you graduated business school? How much time did you really put the effort in to making things work? Like you didn't. Did you really give him a chance to do that shit? Like where you already decided in your mind because you already decided in your mind that you needed to be married before 30 years old. So you probably already had it in your mind that, oh, he's not going to be the man for me. That's what she said. She was like. I determined that he's not the person that deserves this new version of myself, but it's like, damn, like maybe, maybe he was coming up to that version that was just about to be ready. He could be breaking that barrier right then, but you didn't give that chance for growth. I mean, marriage is definitely nothing to play with. Like it's not something that's just to be taken lightly, but at the end of the day, I think, like I said, I feel like this message is for the people who feel those time constraints on their lives like if you feel like i need to be this that and the third by this age this is the type of message you probably need to listen to 
work on yourself, work on your, your career and whatever it is that you have goals for work on that shit prior to trying to settle down and get married with somebody, because you may just end up in the same type of situation. But if you're really in the, in the, you know, the situation, because the love is there and this is actually somebody who understands and really feels me like I didn't hear her really say much of that. Like, Mm-hmm. I met my partner when I was 24. We got married when I was 29. It was no point where she was really explaining, like, you know, how they necessarily felt about each other. It was more about just. And Mo, is- you know what I wonder? I wonder how old he was. That's another thing, too. Was he older and more established at that point? Right? Well, that's established while she left. And the thing yeah, is, he could have been. But also, yeah, go I got to consider that she is like Asian. And like you know, they move a little different. Hold on, Torian. Torian's being racist. Oh, they move a Everybody little. Everybody stop. You know, they be more strict. They families be more strict. Like you need to get it together. You need to find a husband. What if it was a black dude, Torian? What if it was a black dude named Jerome? No, I'm saying about her, which her culture, where they come from. Like I'm telling you, what if she married a black dude named Jerome? That was the oh, first dude really? she married. Was a nigga oh, named really? Jerome from around the way. She'll still be with him because that's a good dick. <laughs> Most of the time, most of the time, you know, Stanley, he's very funny because I was really laughing at his comments, but I really agree with him today tonight. That means you really drunk tonight. Let's go <laughs> off that wine tonight. <laughs> off that wine. Okay, Let's go, so- are y'all advocating for people to get married in their 20s? Um, it don't matter. I, I think yeah, every situation I think matters. I can't wow. just say, I can't sit and say that, like, oh, every 20-year-old shouldn't do it. Now, is it important to, like, understand yourself and live your life? You know, do a little bit more for your little you sister to get married. Are you, are you, going, you going with it? Listen, I know feel it like, and I'll probably wait. be like, okay. <laughs> not okay. You better make a big ass mistake like that. Yeah, but I mean, there are also those people that it's like, like I said, that that's truly just what they want. Maybe they come from broken homes, and it's like I just—that's my dream to just have a family and to be with one person and really make it work. No matter what my career is, no matter what it is that we got going on inside for ourselves, this is what I want because I never had this. Like, so I can't say that that is not realistic for some people in their 20s. Like some people in their 20s, they get married and they work that shit through. It may not be the easiest linear type of path, but they still stuck by each other and and really put the work in to do it. And by the time they're in the 30s and 40s, they're like, yeah, like, yeah, it was tough. But you know what I'm saying? I'm glad I stuck beside them because this is truly what what it was for me and what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can't say it's the right thing to do. I can't say it's the wrong thing to do. It definitely is going to be different for for everybody. You know, it just depends. And on I can you. say, and I can say this. So, I've known my wife since we were. I think I was. I'm a year older than her, so I was like maybe thirteen, and she was twelve. Predator. Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying we've. I've known her for a very, a very long time. Um, we, we've now, I think we've been together now as adults. I think we've been together for, I think she might whoop my ass after this. I think it's been, we've been married eight years. We just had our anniversary, but I think we've been together 15 years, married for eight. So that first, you know, few years was, you know, it was like, Hey, you know, 
And and and, and, and let me say this: <laughs> there was there was, was some like, pressure. Hey. It, it was some pressure over those years. Like, hey, what, what, so what we doing here? And I was like, it wouldn't happen all the time, but maybe you know, every six months, maybe every eight months, it'd be like, hey, so is it, is this leading towards something, or what we doing? Because I think she had kind of gotten to a point to where she wanted to know, right? Because like I said, we've been together 15 years. So after like year like four or five, she was like, hey, so, you know, what you think? You know what I'm saying? You think that like, you know, boom, 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 boom. And it was a great conversation to have. But to y'all, to, I think Amber making a point and Mo making a point that like, one, I don't know how old her uh, her partner was. Two, I would also be interested in if they had kids over that time. And then three, like what was his they financial status? obviously family? didn't. That sounds like an easy divorce. Oh my Damn. God. Amber over there, Amber over there, not moving. But I think those three are important questions. One, you know, what was his age? Two, did they have kids? And three, what was his financial status when, when, when they. The only important question is why make the vows? Like, those, who gives it? All those questions are so irrelevant. Like, I'm, I'm with you, but I think that, like, the, the reason I'm asking hey, about why, those why did you make those vows to stand up there and say that? And, like, you sat up there and lied from the bottom of your heart. But people do that every day. And that's yeah, the problem. Like, motherfuckers lie. That's the like, problem. Like, that's that's no, but that's why they need to hold off in your 20s. That's why they need to know themselves. You need to know yourself. Exactly. Know yourself. Love yourself. Take a little time. That's all she's saying. She like, bitch, okay, I did it at 24. I thought I knew. I really fucking loved the nigga. He was really fucking great. We were great together. But he changed. And I haven't been in a marriage, but I've been in a relationship for like years to where year one, I was a person. And then by year six, seven, I'm a whole, like, I'm a whole nother person now. But how you navigate yeah. that is by like, you communicate through over time. Cause I, when I got with Tamara, I mean, we were Well, yeah, 18. in a marriage, you definitely got to give that. In a marriage- and Here I am 27, I'm a whole but different in a person. relationship, you can still choose yourself. In a marriage, you got to choose the partnership. In a relationship, you can still choose yourself and be like, you know what? No, this just isn't the best fit for me and go about it like that. You don't have to have that full on sense of commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's what she so like say, maybe yeah, people yeah. gotta have that like space, but I don't know. People definitely are different because some people maybe, feel they like... maybe they could commit in their twenties to being like faithful and committed and working hard in this relationship for fifty years plus, which is crazy because I haven't even been around for fifty years. Like I'm still just gonna be around for thirty years, so like it's just. And that's I the goal. Like, like see my that. parents, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles. That's the goal. No, it's but see, some of the shit they didn't went through is just mindset. like no. With that please. mindset, you're not you. Uh, if you go into a marriage with that mindset, you're going up there lying, like Lionel said. Because when you asking to marry somebody, it's supposed to be for lifelong. It's not. You're not up there saying, "Well, if I grow." Then I'm getting, <laughs> like, like, I'm not, like so I just feel like well, no for real. But this is America. This is America. You can get divorced. This is America. No problem. You don't like the nigga. Get divorced. Like you don't want to be with her. Get divorced. <laughs> get divorced. Get divorced. Get divorced. That's what. But it that is. just means that you're not and standing so, like, on nothing. That means that you don't stand on nothing. 
I'm concerned when I see that for me and like not to say that divorce is just completely out the picture but like I because I know I do feel like situations warrant that but at the same time I do feel like when you like make that like that's such a big commitment it's it's the the biggest commitment that you can make it literally is consciously you make the biggest decision ever when you decide that and so when you decide to double down and say eh, you know what never mind and that just makes me feel away about you I'm like come on like now I feel some kind of way yeah, like marriage is like very um, more serious. I mean, okay, very more serious, and that's just why I wouldn't hop into that because, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, this, nigga, if hold on, I want to go. I, need I think to be able to go. I think there's a portion of this that maybe we're overlooking, right? Um, because we are talking about a male female relationship, a man and a woman's relationship, Naomi. Um, and she did say that in that in that time frame that they were married. She got a degree and she started a business, right? So, so you know, I don't know how successful her business was or wasn't. The way she's talking, it seems like it was probably pretty successful to whatever degree of success she was receiving or, or, or had attained. Um, could there have been a change in the in the? Listen, people got to understand that sometimes, if the male was had been, if the man had been the breadwinner the whole time. She goes to school, starts a business, and now she's shaking and moving, doing her thing out here. You know, there could just be a change there that happens where she goes from the way that she was acting, the way she was behaving before, the way that he was acting, the way he was behaving before, to where now maybe things can just become different. Yeah. Like, I think people don't understand sometimes when somebody has a business and they're quote unquote a boss, is now she coming in with that energy. Is he okay with that? Is she okay? Can she navigate those waters and still be the same person that she was before? Maybe that's what led to the to the split because now she felt like she had moved up some levels and the stuff that she was quote unquote doing before, she just don't got time for doing that no more because she got her own business now. And so what I used to do for Torian, I ain't, I, I ain't got time to do no more. I got my own business now. I ain't got time to do that no more. And maybe those things were important to Torian. Right. I'm you understand what I'm saying? Life. Like, <laughs> like she, stuff can get messed, like stuff can get twisted as, as people progress in their life, in their, in their, in their livelihood and their profession. Like more, more, Diddy had the more money, more problems sometimes. And then we also just don't know. It could be other factors in there that she just didn't speak on in the video, maybe out of respect for him. No, um, but I was trying to look. I think this might be the man that she was with. Cause it's a like two happy birds. That it's nigga like, look like Elon Musk. Who is this nigga? It, Cause he's her yeah. catches two happy birds. Girl, you should have known. He <laughs> looks very pleasant. But then, no, so she was in like, her okay. comments, she was saying she was telling people like she just was happy that she got out of it before, like because she was unhappy. She said before she got too unhappy and evolved kids into it, like it was the best thing for her to do. Like, okay, so they never I had kids. They didn't have kids. No, they didn't have kids. No, that sounded like a very easy divorce. Like, and that's what I say all the time. Like, when you don't have kids, that's really but hold on, though, Naomi, though. To me, that sounds weird, though, Naomi. They were together for how for a, a long time and no kids. Like maybe they just didn't want to have kids, and that and that's fine. But I mean, maybe then you know people get like that, especially like um, my black people. They're very much troll their births. You know, they just start fucking around. And but the reason I'm saying that though is because she was saying. 
that she felt like it was the perfect age, the perfect time. Typically, when people have that energy, they have in their That's mind, fine. like, I want to have kids by this time. I want to be married by this time. I want to live in this type of neighborhood. Yeah, and that's probably what dawned on her. She was like, I do not want this man to be the father of my babies. Because I always, <laughs> I be telling women like, girl, you don't want to have a baby when you want to have a baby by that nigga. Okay. Like, okay. But now, Naomi, we got to get to some reality, though. The reality now, though, is that she's a woman in her 40s. If she wants to have a baby now, she's very high risk now. That's just the reality. That's just an anatomy reality. I mean, and I'm sure she's okay with that. She has a is she? probably on her shit. I mean, she's probably not, but hey, that's her life. I'd be just glad I had a baby when I was uh I'd be like, oh, like, so I'm not finna freak out. I'm just bringing it up because, like, you know, like, that's a reality. Like, that has nothing to do with anybody's opinion. That's just the reality of... The world, unfortunately, is that like once you get to a certain age, it becomes for women at a certain age, it no, becomes a possibility. But then it just becomes more complicated at a certain age. That you didn't like because now you're gonna be old and alone and not have kids. <laughs> She's gonna have cats. Niggas were so mad at this video. I was like, wow, men are like really touched about this. It was very interesting to see all the opinions, which I, I got it. Which I got and understood, but I was just like, oh man, like this is really hitting the nerve because niggas was going in. I gotta go. Amber drunk and she gotta leave. I gotta get up early, early in the morning. Okay, Amber. Can you watch one more watch one more video? Hold on, Amber, before you go. Let me play one more video. Before you go, I just want to get your reaction, then you can leave after that. Let me play one more video for you, Amber. Hold on. It's not even a video, I'm sorry. I lied. I lied to you, Amber. I'm sorry. It's not a video. It's a goddamn, a uh, damn notebook from this girl. I just want to get your opinion on this, though, Amber, because she invoked goddamn me God in, in into her shit. Um. So hold on. Let me pull this up. Hold on, Amber. It's like a seven part message. I'm gonna try to read this fast, and I've been sipping. Wait, Let me pull you can't this. Just put it on the screen. I'm gonna put it on the screen, but it's like a lot of pages, though. Okay, so here we go. This is what she oh, said. That's what you were talking about. Okay. Yes. This so she was talking about like, you know, how she gave she quote unquote gave her dating life to God, and how it's been a good thing for her. So here we go. She says, "I want to show you guys what uh, surrendering surrendering your dating life to God looks like." And how my women who refuse to, to settle aren't alone. Last night, I went to grab some chicken wings. First of all, that's some nigga shit. Uh, at the store to make, to make some dinner. I saw this man, tall, handsome, beard, and child, looked at me twice. So she was peeping him. He looked. Uh, oh, goddamn. Hold on. Shit. My bad. I'm sorry. There we go. She said, uh, I thought she was playing on this part because I thought she was singing... For real front, she said, Then we then we locked eyes. Then they locked eyes. He smiled at me. I smiled nervously. I was is she saying I was on the phone speaking and he approached me saying, Are you speaking uh to your partner slash do you have someone? I said no. He said, Okay, now I can ask if it's okay uh to know you a bit more to, to know a bit more about you. I hesitated, lol. 
Let's keep going. Why do you People, want to read it? Huh? Why, why are you reading it? I'm trying to go through this shit fast. Because people are listening on the audio podcast. They can't see it. Oh, uh, sorry. Damn you, Amber. Hi, Amber. Come on now. Shit. He then, <laughs> he then says, I don't. Uh, I understand if, if you're hesitant. I know how men are. We started talking about church plus Jesus briefly. He asked if I was comfort if I was comfortable giving him my number, and I said no. I don't give my number out freely. Plus, I'm not interested in dating right now. We started chatting some more, which is weird. Like, why would you keep chatting? But we started chatting some more again, and he tells me he's an engineer and a personal trainer on the side. And chow, my mind went cha-ching. And he ended off inviting me to meet him at church. And I told him I'd think about it. Then he says this. He says, I really would like your number. You seem different aside from you being beautiful. And it would be great to know you. But you said no. So take my number down and pray about it. And if God said, And if God says you can hit me up, hit me up. So... I took his number down for real, and that night, the Lord answered me by asking me these questions. Are you in a safe, healthy place to embrace romantic love? Are you confident in your focus right now? Does this man seem like he'd be in sync with my will for you and the work I'm doing in you? And there was my answer, no. The Lord assured me to prior uh, priority right now. The Lord assured me to okay. She's fucking up the sentence to priority right now, and it wasn't dating. To the carnal mind, this seems extra, but we've dwindled love and use and, and you, she's her, her writing is terrible and used it interchangeably for lust, which is why we have many broken people plus families today because of our lack of understanding of love and choosing the right one. Last thing, I think this is the last post. God damn, it's a lot I'm reading. <laughs> when you come from a broken family and in a series of broken hearts, you won't take dating casually. When you have a focus to protect and a relationship with God, you maintain in sexual purity to guard, you won't take dating casually. These parameters protect your peace and your heart at the end. Surrendering your dating life to God is not just a boring, uh, boring place where we hear God say, no, you can't date this person all the time. Rather, it's making sure you're not dating from brokenness. Brokenness, obscureness, discernment, it's inviting God to be the head of your family. God damn this. Okay, this is the last one. It's understanding that before I belong to a man for the rest of my life, I belong to God. It's understanding focus of what God's doing in me first and by faith, it'll come together. It's passion to be disciplined in dating so my kids won't have to heal from the parental heartbreak. Paternal. Oh, paternal. I'm sorry. Paternal heartbreak. That was a lot to read. God damn. I didn't read a whole goddamn book, Naomi. <laughs> that was Amber. I'm sorry. Amber. Shit. Whoever. God damn. <laughs> I'm yelling at everybody. It's too much to goddamn read. Next time you let me read. I should have told everybody else to read. Everybody read a page. Why should it pop on? I want to get in the class. I don't want to call on because we're gonna be here all damn day. Let me, ma'am. 
Pete, miss, can I do God, it? Damn. Let me be next. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with her. I liked what she was saying. I feel like I needed that because I am in that like space of I'm on the same shit she on. And it is like it be, you know, be some test that be getting put out there to like really test you and make sure that you're trying to stay on what you're trying to do and accomplish. And I feel her. I feel like that post was meant for people who is in that same space as her, you know, who might be almost getting tempted out of that space of where they want to be at just because like, oh shit, this the right guy. Like everything I want right here, but like, is it really? Like, are you, like she said, the question that was asked, like, are you in the space to do that? Are you think what you doing right now is aligning with what he doing? Like, and they're probably not because he seemed like he got his shit all the way together. She's trying to get her shit together, you know? So are you really going to come into this man's space also and kind of like fuck up his shit, you know, because you're still working on shit? Let's let Amber go because she got to get up out of here. Let's go, Amber. T- talk to me. What do you think about that? Honestly, after the third slide... <laughs> I was confused on why you was reading it to us like we was little kids. So Jesus Christ, Amber. Okay. Sorry, but she could have summed that up in three slides. It didn't. I agree. She she went on. That's why I felt like she was very extra. Yeah, she was like, that's why I felt like she was lying. I felt like she was lying. I was just about to say, I feel like the story is cap. I feel like she made to get her point across. I think the message is still very powerful. About you know, it's important to put that message out. But I don't know. I feel like that story was capped about being in the store. The only thing that was true was her going to the store buying some damn chicken wings. I gotta go. I'm sick of this fucking light. Okay, the light is off. Peace, Amber. Okay, bye. bye. Amber. My thing about 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 her story was, well, first of all, are y'all familiar with the with the the children's story about uh about God? And 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 the man who was stuck on the, in a flood on the roof of his house. Have y'all heard that story before? I feel like yeah. I feel like yeah. That means you don't really remember. I don't know. <laughs> so let me it refresh your memory. Familiar. Let me refresh your memory. I'm an old nigga, so when, trust me. When you when you get older, the way you remember these stories is you got to tell them to your kids over and over and over again. So the story goes, or the parable goes. There was a man, there was a great flood and a man went to the roof of his home. He's sitting on the roof and he's praying to God and he's saying, God, please help me. You know, I'm, I'm praying to you. I'm surrendering to you, God. And I know that you're going to do something. You're going to get me off this roof, God. I'm waiting for you, God, to get me off this roof. You're going to get me off this roof. So somebody comes by in a paddle boat and says, yo, you want to jump in the boat? And he says, nah, bro. I'm praying and, you know, God going, he going to holler at me. You know what I'm saying? He going to pull, he going to pull me through. So he keeps praying, keeps praying. Somebody comes by in a motorboat and says, yo, Torian, I got some room if you want to pull up. Bro, listen, I'm praying right now to God and I know God's going to answer my prayers. Somebody comes by in a helicopter, God damn it, and say, yo, we just scooping people up. What's good? You good? And he said, no, he said, bro. What I'm doing is focusing on my Lord and my God and my life. And God told me that he's going to make a damn way. So long story short, the man drowns. He gets to heaven and he says, yo, God, what happened? Like, I, I really had faith in you and I believed in you. And like, you didn't, 
you didn't like preserve my life on earth. And God said, well, hold on, nigga. I sent a damn paddle boat, a motorboat, and a helicopter. You turned all three of them motherfuckers down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I said that shit and you said, no, what, the, what you want me to do, bro? I got to, you know, you got to get up out of here. So I feel like she kind of falls in that category. Like, I understand what she's saying. No, I don't know if she's saying she's not ready. I don't know what she's been through, right? And and, and listen, this could be cap because this nigga sounds way too good to be true, right? And, <laughs> no, and, beat the best niggas at is the grocery store. So I believe her story. because Oh, is- hold on, hold on, Torian. That's a, that's a hot take. Torian just said the best people you can, best niggas you can meet is in the grocery store. Now, Naomi and Mo have both been on record on this show being said that they've been harassed by niggas at grocery stores. <laughs> both they, of them was African, African, they probably was African. Niggas. I haven't seen <laughs> that. So they be what aggressive. I think they probably was African niggas at the grocery store because they be aggressive. Because I remember Tierra had oh some dudes like following me. Girl, they be <laughs> aggressive in America. That's... Tori is hilarious with that, by the way. <laughs> but literally, I was at the grocery last time I was at the grocery store. This nigga was so weird because he walked by me and was like, damn, he fine as hell, but like whispered it. It's so weird. Like, what the fuck? Like, they like, could be like, <laughs> okay. now, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm really looking at you like. Green. And a pussy. Like, no, for real. Like, if you don't speak up, put some bass in your voice, please. Say it with your chest. No, or get the fuck. Like, okay. wow. but that would happen. See, Tierra says she can't stand them MFs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even go up in Walmart now. She said they be in there trying to do too much. You just trying to go in there and get that no, poor woman was trying know. to go in there and get some wings. Find enough nigga at the grocery store though. I mean, it be some, I guess. This is but... the wrong times. No, that's what it is. <laughs> but you know, like there's an old saying that says that, like, yo, you actually find the person that you, you know, were looking for when you're not looking. And she ran in the store to find some wings. She thought the man was attractive. He spoke. He obviously thought she was attractive because he spoke to her, right? And I saw a lot of people on this post were saying, "Did she potentially, as the story I just gave, did she potentially miss out on her blessing?" Now look. Yeah. Go ahead, Mo. No, because look. Now, just because you okay. Now let's really talk about it. Because if you're not really ready for it right now, okay, doesn't mean that you can't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least build a friendship or, like, get to know him. Like, you kind of went on surface level things, like, and just base it off of that shit. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being honest. You know what I'm saying? If you just feel like, hey, look, like, I'm just, I'm really not looking for relationships, but you seem like a cool dude. Like, I wouldn't mind getting to know you type of shit, and you don't know what that's going to lead to. It's kind of like she really did just kind of shut it down. You obviously had some attraction to the man. You obviously was interested in, in ways but then you kind of talked yourself out of it. Not to say that, you know, because she was going by her her guidance, but like you kind of talked yourself out of even any connection at all because you felt like, oh, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like if there's certain things that you're not ready for, it doesn't mean you can't dream. You can't be like, oh, you know, like it doesn't mean you can't have connections with people regardless. Like, yeah, because six months from now, 
He's six months from now, she can be in a different in a, in a different space. Like he probably would have been cool. Been like, you know, I'm just I'm glad I'm even getting to know you. Yeah, in three months, six months, maybe, maybe, but like you have literally cut off any opportunity for that in general. Like that is completely off the table at this point because you shut it down. Like, so I mean but I also I feel like she might be but at the same time, it's like, yeah, damn, you could I mean if if he had potential. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have just kept it real and like just been like, okay, like you know, we can be friends, we can, you know, get to know each other, whatever. But I mean, maybe if she just sees herself as that like type of person where it's like, I know if I even give him any type of access to me, then I'm gonna be on the weak side. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I can understand that too, in a way. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't know, you might have still at the end of the day, like shit, how, how do you how many uh other men you finna meet in the grocery store that is giving that type of energy to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm slurring, guys, I'm so sorry. This Hennessy is hidden. Yeah. Mo <laughs> drunk. Everybody drunk tonight. If she, I feel like she probably knew herself and knew that, like, because some people are just, like, prone to just hop into a relationship real quick. Right. Or, you know, like, they just, like, if it's there and they converse and she like, damn, I'm really liking this nigga. I'm just going to hop in and forget what I got, what I was working on. Right. It's right yeah, here. Like, Obviously, God brought this to me, but like, no, he God could be testing you too at the same time. Like, I'm gonna bring you this good package and see if you really go stand by your word with me. And that's a good point, Torian. No, like you supposed to be healing your sacral chakra. You didn't found this nigga. Now you didn't busted it open. First day you just found this nigga. Now you like, girl. They see, like, but what if it's because it could be a test of like, okay, is you just gonna deny them because of what you're working on, or is it a test of like? You can actually maintain a connection and actually right. Like but you gotta giving- be at that point. You gotta I get think- to that point. I don't think you could just if you're not. I like, guess she that has eat. never been your strong suit. That shit doesn't just flip on one day. Like you know, okay, like okay. But, no. that's, where the, but that's where the conscious effort comes from. Like that's where the conscious effort comes from, in my opinion. Like actually going through those. Those situations because if you don't ever get put on those situations, yes, you can do all the work that you think in your mind, you can put all the work in yourself, whatever you think is going to get you to that point. But until you're in those situations, you don't know how you're going to act and react. I could do all the work, I could do all the work for five, ten years, and then the moment that I end up in a relationship, I go right back to the same shit that I was doing. That's where the conscious effort, in my opinion, comes from. You have to be able to be like, okay, like. This is the type of shit that I was doing before. I'm going to make the conscious effort to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to move differently. I'm going to do the work that it takes because let's be real, change is not going to be just like, oh, you know, it's going to come to me naturally. Like it still takes work at the end of the day, no matter how much work you put into yourself, those situations are still going to take that effort from you to do differently. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense, but like... No, you're making sense. But I think that's just like a hard thing. I don't think people, like, people are unconscious out here, okay? So they're like, they're having to switch from being unconscious to even not even realizing like the behaviors they were engaging in were destructive and like having to be like, okay, I have to change the whole way that I've been being and like and they're can be a fragile point around that time like are you going to slip back into old ways are you going to slip back into like old patterns or are you going to keep going with like on or where you're trying to get to like so you would definitely have to make that conscious conscious effort 
not to let anybody derail you, but yeah. you got to be out of space to be able to do that. But if you're not tough enough yet, it's like, you know, if you're wanting to stay away from drinking, you're not just going to pull up to the club like your first <laughs> fucking week after you tried to stop right. drinking. Like, no, you got to readjust to like having to be around people on that level. Yeah. And but like, see, that's where I'm saying too, like at some point, the true test in a way is going to be when you are in those situations situation. like, where you have to dig deep, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand that balance. You have to have a certain time frame, and I get that. But it's just like, girl, you might have just blocked your blessing. But again, hey, if that blessing is really meant for you, it's not to say that it won't come back. You know what I'm saying? Like you won't get that back in some way, shape, or form, whether it's the same person, the same situation, or a completely different situation. So I guess it can be seen from different. No, that's what I was thinking. Like you really can't miss what's for you. Right. And then, like, if it was the perfect nigga and you're not even right, like how like what are you gonna do like you gonna fucking self-sabotage it like you did your last relationship like you know yeah. you gonna fuck it up because you haven't even healed like you can't even trust niggas like you don't even yeah. trust niggas like, <laughs> how you, like no you can't and she still like got the man number i think we also forgetting that like it ain't like she just like said no like she like bought the number threw it away like she went and had a conversation with god like it was like God, is this what's for me? And he basically told her, like, no. But he, he asked her to look within herself. And no, and that is she it. Was ready and that was her answer. So it's that story different from, like, the man on the roof because the man on the roof wasn't really trying to hear God. He was just talking to God and wasn't. He ain't even trying. He said no. She went ahead and was like, I'm going to consider, like, maybe this is, maybe she's like, maybe this is the one. But she's like, let me go talk to God and make sure that I'm just not, like, doing that based off of, my previous way of going about it, like I'm like, let me go talk to God and ask him and hear what he's saying. And he asked her the question. Yeah. And she said that didn't work. So if her answers would have been like, yeah, I'm in a much, much better place. I've been doing this for a while. My shit is secure. So yeah, I can't go talk to this man, but I'll see it wasn't. So she like, yeah, so you have to call it a dub. You gotta, you gotta wait. No, I'm more better for her. And she trusts her intuition and talk to God. And because I'm team DTB, I'm team dodge that bullet. Like, I'm not about <laughs> to go through no shit that I don't have to be going through. And how you avoid that is through your higher self. You talk to God, you talk to your ancestors and trust your intuition. Because it might there be hella shit that will look good or like be like, oh, this would seem to be the best opportunity. And like, you just don't know enough. And like, you will put yourself, like Mo, Mo you said, you won't know until you find out, and you have to fuck around to find out. And sometimes you don't need you don't need that for real. Yeah. You need to go and consult, and then come go back to the drawing board, and then come back. And if there's any inkling of like no, then that's what you run with because yeah. otherwise, there's a billion things in life that you feel like are yes across the board, absolutely yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And like that's what you move on. Maybe there just are some things that people feel like they can't trust themselves with. Let's say, for example, people who are like recovering drug addicts, you know what I'm saying? It's like they can't put themselves in that type of situation because they know deep in themselves that like, that's not it. Like, that's not that's going to lead me right back to, you know, being able to doing certain things that I know already. Like, I don't need it, you know, and I can get that, too. Like, I can totally understand that, too. But I think that's that's part of like in my opinion, growth and you just being, you know, 
becoming who it is that you need to be is like you being able to make those conscious efforts. Like sometimes like just being able to to discipline yourself in a lot of ways is is a very hard trait to to kind of come about, but it's necessary at the same time, in my opinion. Like you have to be disciplined about things. Like even something as simple as me, like if I have a certain chore that I do every Saturday morning, like yeah, there's mornings I'm like, damn, no, like I just I'm not doing that shit today. But like that discipline gonna come back through and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm you know, let me just go ahead and get this shit out the way because I know, you know, what an XYZ, whatever, you know, but everyone's different for sure. And I can respect those that understand themselves to a point and know themselves to a point where it's like, I'm not even going to put myself in that situation because I know me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know how I'm going to be, and this is just not it. So no, cause so you much. were so disciplined and your mind is like so strong. And I'm like, mine is definitely, I could definitely be like, I could give into some shit. Let me tell y'all something though. I Let me tell y'all for at least me. Uh-oh. Let's go. The secret for me is like, and I've talked about this before. I think I talked about it on Twitter with just like time traveling in your own mind, like time traveling to a point where it's like, like I said, something as simple as me doing something that I do every single week, you know, something that I take care of every week, traveling to that time in the future where I'm like, what is future me going to be thinking? What is she going to be upset? She's going to be disappointed. She's going to be feeling this. She's going to be feeling that. And for me, a lot of the time, like that is enough for me to stick to the routines and the shit that I've set for myself because it's like, damn, like I know myself. And at some point in the future, I'm going to be like, I wish I would have just did that shit. I wish I would have just, you know, actually listened to myself. And like now I have to pay the price of the fact that I didn't do it at that point in time. So it's like instead of dealing with all of that extra shit, all that like extra mental, like just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get it out the fucking way. Like, so I think that's for me, that's my method. Cause I think a lot to the future self, like when it comes to a lot of things that I do in my life today. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of times where I, I just be like, shit, fuck that. Like, I'm not trying to do this. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, stick to what it is that I'm planning on doing or what I tell myself I'm gonna do. But that future self, it's like, look out for you. You know what I'm saying? Look out for future you because future you will be grateful. She will definitely, he or she will definitely be grateful that you put in the time and the effort. And when you look back, whenever you're finally in that position to be in that future self, you'd be like, yeah, like, shout out past me. Now I'm shouting out me, you know, in the past tense, like, yeah, you did that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. I fuck with you because you really looked out for me up here. So I don't know. Maybe that's like a yeah. That's beautiful, really. It's it's definitely helped me so much in my adult life at this point in life. So if y'all haven't tried it, try it. You know what I'm saying? Take a second sometimes and just think about yourself because future self will be grateful for a lot of the shit that you feel like. Yeah, because how many times do y'all sit through a situation and be like, damn, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have just did it. I wish I would have just knocked that shit out or just like you know, did certain things and like, instead of feeling that way, you might as well change it around for yourself. So just take a second to think about it next time. Be like, what does future me actually want? How how am I gonna feel on that Sunday morning when, you know, the the the, the dishes and the laundry ain't done? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be mad, mm. damn, I gotta do that shit now. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, that's a big thing for me at this point in life. So try it, let me know, get back to me. <laughs> there you go 
Y'all do some damn research on that and get back to us on that. All right, let's get ready to get about it for the night. Y'all already said it, man. Saturday, Saturday, we got the live show. We got to get the time together for that. But we got a live coming for y'all Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. We pulling up in the H-Town. You dig what I'm saying? It's going down. So y'all make sure y'all stay tapped in with us, man. Hit us up. Whether it's on the email, the IG, the Twitter, whatever you hit us up on, man. Or the YouTube. We appreciate that as well. Uh, Hit us up. It's about to go up. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. It's about to go up. We about to be live all in the same place at the same mother time you dig what i'm saying and so for the first time this is the first time i have actually never had a live show in person that's true naomi did come in through covid times yeah i came torian 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 too yeah 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 Yeah. so So, it'll be a a first so so guys this is history in the making definitely tune in fuck with us We'll keep y'all updated. Um, oh, ski, yay. It's going down. Thugging with my round. My oh, my God. Round. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, dress up. Is that, is that particular damn bar, that bar is you such a crazy that, bar. You said what? <laughs> that bar is a crazy bar. I ain't going to, those two bars are crazy. It yeah, is great. Crazy. And we got to applaud uh, Roy, too, because you stuck to it. You ain't said oh, Thank you, Torian. <laughs> oh, I definitely wow. to Thank you, like Torian. I made it. Me. You said these niggas was running me. I'm like, I'm waiting for the pause. <laughs> I made it. I made it. I made it, y'all. Hey, I said, I'm not even going to say the word. I'm going to wait until Saturday. I'm not even going to say it. I'm just telling y'all, I made it. I knew I could do it. And damn it, I did it. And I need for the LGBTQ community to salute me because I said I was going to do it. it. This is my, what they call it? You got sober, what is it? Sober October. I'm weak. <laughs> no shave November. Your no pause Pride month. <laughs> no pause June. I made it my business oh, okay. to. I told y'all I wasn't going to do it all month. I stuck to it. It was difficult. I had to mute my mic and just say, let me just put myself on mute because I'm, I'm going to go there. But look, we finna turn up, man, in the H-Town on, on, on Saturday. This Saturday, man, y'all make sure y'all tune in. We're going to drop that for y'all. We're going to probably record some other content that we'll drop moving forward. Thank y'all for continuing to rock with us, man. We have grown so much. I looked at the YouTube. The views are crazy recently, so thank y'all for that, man. We appreciate everybody. The whole cast is dope. We'll see y'all next week, man. We're going to be in July, goddammit. We in the the prime time of the summer. We're going to talk about summer bodies. That's what we're talking about next Wednesday. It's July, so we got to talk summer bodies. Y'all make sure that y'all, if y'all looking for if y'all looking for the glasses, if you're looking for shades, y'all make sure y'all tap in with the homie Lionel. He got you covered. If you need something for them eyes, glints, G-L-I-N-T-S, L-N-L dot com. One yes, more time. Yes. Glints, G-L-I-N-T-S, L-N-L dot com. Get them shades, man. Whatever you're looking for. He got his signature selection still up. 
and you can get that popping. Whatever you're looking for, you did. Yes, and I am the king of July, by the way. We are coming into my month, so I hope y'all prepared. There you go. Y'all make sure y'all tap in. And of course, as always, if you're looking for the jewelry, if you're looking for the gold, you gotta holler at NaysTouchJewelry.com. And she does custom piece. You still you still taking custom orders, Naomi? Mm-hmm. If you got something custom, hit her up. You dig what I'm saying? And say, yo, my crew, here's what we're looking for. And she'll drop them custom pieces for you. It's just simple as that. So y'all make sure y'all tap in. Thank y'all so much, man. We do appreciate it. We up out of here for tonight. We'll holler at y'all on Saturday, man. Peace. Hey.